Hey everybody, it's Thursday night and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing radio podcast show. I'm Jake. Sorry. And I'm Riff. <laughs> and I'm Hot Stuff. You you took in a breath as though to say something and I was waiting for you to say it, but then you just stared at me. I did because... Uh, I keep saying radio and you want to know why? No, you keep saying Thursday night. Do, do oh, you, right. Yeah, it's Thursday morning. I usually publish these on Thursday yeah. morning now. Mm. Right. And who actually listens to a podcast... The moment that it's posted. I do. Do you? I mean, I listen to ours before it's posted. Okay, fine. <laughs> I mean, I've done it before. Like, if I'm... One of the things that I do before I leave the office is I pull out my podcast app. Okay. Check for updates. Do you? While I'm still connected to Wi-Fi. Yeah. Yeah. I have... Now that I have... Uh, I've taken the leap and I'm no longer on the uh, grandfathered infinite bandwidth plan. Oh, uh, Yeah. And uh, something that I, they did not make abundantly clear was that when you switch to uh, a metered down, like bandwidth plan or whatever, it's for all the phones on that account. Huh. Yeah. And so like they showed the usage patterns. I was like, oh, this will be fine because neither of us goes above this number. But the two of us together come pretty freaking close. Huh. So that's really frustrating. Uh, so that means I can't do that unless I split plans because I already get an email every month that Oh yeah. Well, you just have to get a higher bandwidth. Trubs is getting close. A higher, a higher limit. amount of you could mm-hmm. pay for. It. The thing is, the if if you're getting at least two gigs of bandwidth, it just charges you fifteen bucks and adds another gig, which is how much the next tier of plan would cost anyway. Oh, basically. so why would anybody? Buy I don't the next know. tier of. Plan? I think I think you can get a much better deal if you get like ten gigs or know. something. Like KOL, the way that KOL's bandwidth is metered now is so different than the way that it used to be. Like they made that weird transition where they used to charge us a bunch for. Um, bandwidth for 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 bandwidth and and not very much for power. Yeah, and now they charge us a shitload for power and not very much for bandwidth, and it's like our commit is like twenty bucks per megabit per second per month. Wow, that's um, a lot of pers. A month of twenty megabits per second. Okay, is sorry, a month of one megabit per second is twenty bucks, right? And so we pay for twenty six of, of those or something. Oh. Or 30. No, 30 of 30 of those. Yeah. And overage is charged at $23 per megabit per month. So it makes so little sense to up the commit. Like, what needs to happen, and thankfully what does happen weirdly consistently, is that we are just barely over the commit all the time. Um, And that's exactly where, that's exactly how it should be. Because if we were below it, that means we're just wasting money. Right. If we're above it, we're wasting a very small amount of money. Like, on the order of, like, Crimbo might cost an extra $100. Like, which in the past, yeah. that was, like, thousands of dollars. <coughs> we don't we don't pay extra, extra for the Christmas lights. We wrap around the servers. Because that just, draws more power. I just, like, run a script to blink the lights on oh, the servers. All the green and <laughs> yeah. red lights. Yeah. They're all green and red. It's very festive in there. It's, um, the, the weather inside is frightful. <laughs> um, the roar of the air conditioners is horrible. How you guys been? I'm still sick. Yeah. It's driving me fucking nuts. Wow, still from from cons? It's it's probably it's probably something else, some I think new it's thing. Calm. But it has never <laughs> it has never abated. Like I've I have had a cough. Although today I didn't cough that much actually. Now that I think about it, I heard you coughing. Okay, well I I don't it, it is not nearly as bad as it has been. I'm I'm on the mend again, but it's still like I'm I'm feeling kind of like. Too cold, hot stuff, they call you. Yeah. Because <laughs> you get two colds a month. Um, yeah. Yeah. We've been working on a bunch of stuff, but like I've been working on nothing but Crimbo. Yep. You've been working on nothing but contract secret stuff. contract job. Yep. So, so close to over. Yeah, it's really, really close. I'm basically done. Yep. Riff is done. Yep. You and the you and the programmer got some got some shit left to do. Yep. The animator's done. Was it still finalizing? I, so. I saw today you're still talking about changes that the that the the owners want made to the. It's combat. just yeah, yeah. It's just you. It's just UI stuff. UI stuff. That's we've been polished. going back and forth on all of yeah. that crap for everything for works. So I mean, the game is 100. percent yeah, It's totally releasable now. Releasable. I mean, it's yeah. not. Re- it's releasing is not a thing that's going to happen. Right. Um, it's totally deliverable to yeah. babies. <laughs> In that OBGYN ward. Yeah. Yeah. Just cram, cram this fetuses. iPad up there and... 
uh, yeah, you could use your uh, little your 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 armature thing. <laughs> that way, at least it will make sense why there's also a speculum attached to it. Jesus, <laughs> what are you doing in there, Riff? <laughs> Just watching videos. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Ah, good. Um, how about you, Jake? What have you been up to? Working on Crimbo. That's but, it. Out, outside of work, have you been? Mm, it's too dark to read. <laughs> <laughs> ah, man, fucking daylight savings. I know that. I know that. You, so it's weird that rollovers at seven thirty, and it's going to continue. No matter how much time I spend outside of Arizona, it's always going to be weird, right? It is weird that it changes. I and I understand. I feel your pain. I turned the lights Everybody. on at two in the afternoon. Yeah, no, because it it's keeps already the dark. Sun goes behind some buildings or a little bit of clouds, and it's dark. It's nighttime at two o'clock. Yeah, I'm. I'm just so used to daylight or lack of daylight being so completely arbitrary from day to day, depending on what my sleep schedule is. That you, but you like black out the curtains and like you could go for days without knowing what time it is if you didn't have. Time I didn't pieces. have clocks every on every surface because that's how technology is now. Yeah. Do you get food on Amazon? Like you? Gotta- no, not often. I I order Grubhub more than I ought to, but mostly. Oh, is that like a food delivery thing? Yeah. But it's- you'll also go and like get a two weeks worth of groceries and yeah. Then- that's that's so what I try. I try to make salad do. dressing. Yeah, <laughs> six yeah, cans pretty of much cold sal- corn chowder. <laughs> Jesus, salad dressing is pretty much the only food I order online. Although that one time I did order all that internet bread, and I'm almost out, so I should order some more of that. But huh, how long can't you just mine for last? more like bread? It bread it, coin? It, it it freezes pretty well. Bread coin, bit bread, bit bread, <laughs> bit bread's better. <laughs> yeah, bit bread. Thank you. Um, Oh, it freezes. Oh, free, freeze. Do you still have oh. like a deep freezer just yeah. full of it's a chest food? Yeah. It's, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's not as full freezer. as it, as it was, but yeah, there's still stuff in there. It's mainly broccoli and Brussels sprouts at the moment. If you put some uh, precious gems on the outside of it, it will become a treasure chest freezer. Oh, that's mm. true. I could get some like wood paneling to put around it and brass corners. That'd be pretty good, actually. Yeah. It's a chest cold. I would. <laughs> oh. mm. Mm. Okay. <clears throat> We've had our fun. <laughs> Let's answer some questions. <laughs> sure. Uh, Dude of the Country 14 says, can you add familiar equipment to outfit save feature? Basically allow us to save familiar equipment per outfit we choose, like my solid shift item with my rollover outfit, etc. Solid shift? Is that a? Is that an item? So, I mean, here's the question. Would you also want it to change your familiar? Yeah, that's the problem. It's like, for everybody who wants it to work that way, there's somebody who doesn't want it to work that way. And allowing it as a toggle is just going to make people say, no, I want to toggle this per outfit. Which, you know, maybe that's fine. Like, a checkbox of, like, what all you want included in this yeah, custom I mean, outfit. Really, what ought to happen when you equip a custom outfit is it ought to just be running a little macro of individual equip commands. Mm. And and so that could just be arbitrary. Yeah. And if that feature didn't exist today, you know, we could make it. Ex- I mean, you also could just write a macro to do that. Right. Just slash oh, outfit, shit. whatever. Just burn custom outfits to the ground and say, mm, just do it with macros. Yes. Yeah, sorry, guys. Here's 20 more macro slots. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know how many macro slots they have now, but it's a bunch. Huh. Um, Majid says, I've got a couple questions. One, what is the most unexpected thing that's happened in KOL that you've seen? I'm not talking so much about people getting married for real parts of it, though that is insanely cool. More the tower killing type. Hmm. What? Uh, that guy finding that bug where he was able to beat the the whole kingdom. Right. That was, was interesting. interesting. I mean, we need to... I removed the factoids from that monster, but... You did. I think so. Like you did, it would have had to have been recently. Right? It was, yeah. Okay. It um, because it shouldn't have had them in the first place. Correct. It was just like somebody wrote the factoids for that who didn't understand how the monster worked, right? Um, or or they wouldn't have gotten written. Um, what do you do with those kinds of? Things? Do you put those somewhere? Do you store that kind of writing, or does it just go away? Usually, these weren't very funny, so oh. I just didn't bother. Okay, it, they're just <laughs> there's probably a backup of it somewhere. Sure. But there was seriously nothing like there was nothing unreplaceable. 
And I think they might have just been joke factoids, uh, like some of the monsters that, like, joke plurals. Right. And that's not how that works. <laughs> right. No. So. Uh, it's so, it's been so long since something, like, super unexpected happened. Like, I mean, I was, I was a little surprised that somebody pulled off a, like, Toportitis run. Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. And it actually like worked yeah. and was not like the worst experience in the in the history of KOL. You know, like it yeah. took a long time, but it was doable. And like you can actually kind of optimize for it. And that is kind of an interesting, fun challenge. You know? Yeah. Like not unlock any more zones than you have to. Yeah. Yeah. I was surprised that people were able to pull off the coordination required to do those exploity heavy rains <coughs> leaderboard runs toward the end yeah although i don't know how much of it was the exploity pool skimmer dicking around and how much of it was the exploity other bullshit um yeah i still need to go back and and like apply a more general fix to some of the stuff that what was what was the situation i didn't really hear about it i heard that something was done that that was considered exploity enough to remove some runs from the leaderboard, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, the, the, so there was a bunch of like just sort of multi abuse with the pool skimmer, like people setting up favorable skimmer drops. Okay. Man, I mean it's clan abuse, right? It's probably it's probably I, not multis. I think it was. Oh, was it? I, it I didn't was actually investigate it. Hear yeah. about that. I mean You know, that is a that illustrates we we talked about that as a possibility. We did. We, were like, we you did. Know, that, we're not it, we're it, not willing to. It illustrates a really frustrating part of our job. Yeah, we don't want right? to like take this really like, cool fun thing people away. People really liked the pool skimmer yeah, because yeah. it's fun and and I'm not saying that like Dev was like you shouldn't do this, but, but they, they were, like, were like this is gonna fuck everything up. Like yeah, this that, is gonna be super that was, super. That unusable. was why we had like those lists of of us and and guys from Dev that were dropping like. Seal club and, and clubs and, and joke, so that, yeah, uh, flood, flood characters, narrative names. Existed. So, I had said that I would explain how that worked after the path was over. Is basically if there were fewer than and see, I thought that this was enough. I thought that this was sufficient to stop this abuse from happening. If there are fewer than fifty distinct items in the table then half the time you would just get one of a list of pre-generated ones. Which were almost all kind of low, yeah, They're just garbage worthlessy items, like, I mean, squash frogs and stuff. <clears throat> a lot from, of squash frogs. From a ra- just a random list of people. And they had to be real people for the code that let you click on their profile to, to work. And so we just did us and some devs and some joke old not logged into accounts like Noah. Right. And whatever the other, I don't remember what the other ones were. Uh, Gilgamesh, even though that's not technically accurate, and one other one. So yeah, if there weren't 50 items, half the time it would give you a fake item. <coughs> um, And there were so many more people, and I should have anticipated this, there were so many more people adventuring with the skimmer than there were adventuring without the skimmer and losing items, that that table stayed pretty empty. Yeah. Like the table of washed away items, which it... Like there was, it was either going to almost always be empty or be expanding out of control size wise. I think the fact that it was mostly empty didn't impact the, this particular exploit though, because it didn't matter, right? Because they got so many extra skims per turn. Yeah. That right, it, like, and I had actually forgotten. I, I had forgotten that it was the pool skims in the the because so the, it turned out the wolf game, which technically runs multiple fights in one fight, and isn't supposed mm. to give you any of the advantages of finishing a fight. And this is this is a thing that people notice fighting the lianas, and they think, well, they, they will say very disingenuously, I believe, well, those how it's supposed to work. But those are actual fights with monsters. They're just ones that you can make free with a trick. The wolf game just shouldn't have been in a fight. It just should not have used the fight script. This was like the lesson that I should have learned from Word Realms, which was all of the fucking mini games being part of the fight system. Caused so many, like, just I mean, it just caused problems. fights to break every time a minigame was fixed. Or like, vice versa. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and yeah, yeah, so, but I think in my head, when I started working on the wolf game, it was less unlike a regular fight. Yeah. Because it is, you know, 
it's a fight where you can use a subset of skills, which is a thing that we've sort of tried to do in the past. But it was like the fact that it was a chain of fights for free was what was problematic. Yeah. Because you were just getting, you know, multiple, multiple pool skims per turn. And it was goofy as fuck. Anyway, so that was an unexpected thing that happened recently. Two, are there plans for any additional aftercore things in the future? I'd love to see some fun Agua de Vida type things that are just there for the taking once you finished your run that aren't the sea. Yeah, I mean... That is... You know, you could argue that the Twitch Tower is kind of that. Yeah. And that's a thing. I've got a world event in mind. The sort of conclusion of the mime arc. Ooh. Yeah. They're in an arc, by the way. It's on top of Mount Ararat. <laughs> it's just got two mimes in it, and that's it. Yep. <laughs> that should be enough. They, you, you burst in, and they're like finishing a plate of giraffe, and they look at you. <laughs> <laughs> you mean they're pretending to finish a plate well, of giraffe? Yeah. <laughs> but you can tell. Oh, man. And then they pretend to have sex, and then they pretend to raise a kid. Oh, that's weird. how they repopulate the earth. Jesus, that's <laughs> creepy. Holy shit. Also, they're both men. Wait, what the <laughs> fuck were you thinking, Gilgamesh? Fuck, it was the wrong guy. <laughs> Three, how's life? It's okay. This week's better than last week. The weather is worse. Oh, boy. Yeah, fuck. Fuck that. Fuck water in the sky. <laughs> fuck that water. Fuck it right in the sky, Kevin. <laughs> it's hot stuff. Fuck. Thanks for the whole KOL thing, guys. Keep being awesome. Well, well thank you, Majidjuma. Yeah. Uh, King Bobson says, The clan karma system is really silly. Adding auto-sellable goods to the clan stash gives you an amount of clan karma equal to its auto-sell value. However, when adding meat directly to the clan stash, you earn a fraction of the amount of meat you add, where the fraction is somewhere between zero and one half chosen by the clan leader. The main problem with this is that it's always better to add meat stacks to the stash instead of adding the meat directly. Whatever the fraction is, if we say it's one half, adding a thousand meat directly would be 500 karma, but adding 10 meat stacks would, net you, would cost you the same amount give a thousand karma. So what's the deal with that? Meat stacks are fucked and cause all kinds of problems and always have. <laughs> like, if I had it to do over again, I would have just made the auto sell value of meat stacks half of the meat that it costs to mm. make them. And that would have solved all of these problems. It would have solved a lot of problems. It really would have. But people had millions of them. Right. And I can't do that. You know, I could. I could just do an announcement starting in... One month, the auto sell value of meat stacks will become 50 and the auto sell value of dense meat stacks will become 500. So if you've got, if you happen to have billions of bug meat tied up in meat stacks, you're either going to lose half of it or figure out something else to do with it. Hmm. Shit it out into the economy. Go buy up all the... <clears throat> I I had a thought today and there's no reason for me to do this, but I kind of want some player to do it. If I did it, it would just be introducing meat into the economy. Right. But I wanted to write a mall bot called Dankbot that would just buy any item that was in the mall at 420 meat. Because I saw, you know, like one an hour or something. <laughs> anyway, someone get on that. Who's that guy that's always spamming chat asking for people to help him make a bot? I don't remember, but that guy should do it. Did you did you mishear that and say, can someone please help me make some pot? Mm -hmm. And you're like, wait, I have an idea. <laughs> Uber Ferret says, does a single atom slash picky tweezers get better than one use a day for one adventure <clears throat> per spleen? No, it does not. That is what it does. Yep. The tweezers are intended to be a thing that if you have extras, you will give them to a new player. Because or sell them or whatever. Or put them in your trophy case or you whatever. They are you you don't get to decide what my intentions are. Sure. I made I made it a thing that my intention oh, is I that see. someone will give it to a new the player. Authorial you, you can sell it, you can stick it in a display case, you can do whatever the fuck you want, but the person who would benefit from a single one adventure per one spleen item or three hundred meat a day is your cousin who starts playing six months from now and you give him one of those. He's like, Hey, this is a, this is a relic. This is a relic of a bygone time. You could, and then your cousin will turn around and sell it in the meat, in the mall for <coughs> a million meat and then buy right. a 12th of a Mr. Accessory. Uh, the point of this is that this challenge path 
is not meant to be something that you have to grind out a bunch of times yeah. because there's going to be so much other stuff going on. With People were expecting it to be something that it wasn't. And we've sort of explicitly, I mean, we haven't been doing in-season challenge path rewards long enough that there's a precedent set for what we do on the winter path with them. But on the winter path, I don't want to incentivize repeat ascensions in a way that people will feel compelled to do them. It's always kind of a... We probably ought to start just doing two challenge paths a year. Mm. I mean, because a quarter of them are like, ah, oh, what's a challenge path that we can do that no one will want to do? And but, and some people... But you say do. that, and we have used those to great effect. Like... Honestly, but yeah. like those, they become good frameworks for people who want to run they contests. They do, but we're running stuff. out of ideas for them. Well, when you know, if we run out, then we run out. But I also just kind of feel like, I mean, especially because now there's two boring ones a year on the, you know, between the between the sort of avatar and content. Yeah, ones. I mean, which is sort of what we decided to do. We would do one avatar path and one kind of contenty one per year. Because otherwise, I mean, and that is not because we're lazy. It's because we don't like people were reporting right. being overwhelmed by it. So what if we just did those? I mean, that's possible. Like, there's no, I don't think there's anything that says they have to be three months. We just figured one every three months was a yeah. nice, a nice pace. We of... should definitely keep the one that makes it so I have to work on Valentine's Day. <clears throat> sure. Man. I mean, that's your current, that's your current plan because that's the avatar one we should play the novelist um uber ferret no that is what uber ferret said um green 72 says dear everyone does the recent forums revamp mean that i can start posting on the forums instead of sending in questions do you guys read them very often i have been reading gd since the purge (laughs) that was all me by the way like every account that got permanently banned from the forums for being a complete shithead that day it was it was just me and everybody else talking about like this was an admin action like it was me it was just me everyone's trying to be nice but fuck those guys i don't want here's what i don't want i don't want to pay for that bullshit to be delivered to my other customers because you are you're both paying for the forums and you're paying for them to just be obnoxious. <clears throat> I don't understand why you pay them to be obnoxious. It, it is weird. Yeah. It's like, I, it feels like I could have, I'm still sending them checks. Yeah. That's strange. I, like, and now they're just, they it like, seems like that would be the first all. thing. It's like, well, all right, I'll stop paying them to see if they actually are, you know, if they really are into this or if they're just doing it for the incentives. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like it just got to like a, a camel back breaking point. It just, I started looking at it, you know, I, like I read, I started looking at the forums because I wanted to see it. It was, it was nice to me. It was heartwarming to see the outpouring of support for Mr. Skullhead. And I thought, eh, you know, look, it's a bunch <coughs> of people being nice. And then as threads got split off from there, I would read them because I can't stop picking at fucking scabs. And once I started, once I popped, I couldn't stop. <laughs> Everyone in that thread who was threatening to stop donating had either never donated, hadn't donated in years, barely ever donated at all. They were just stirring up shit. All they were doing was coming into a place to be hateful and to create drama and to stir up shit. Most of them and, had, had stopped playing a long time, and too. fuck you. Fuck you if that's what <clears throat> you're going to do. Like, you can go do it somewhere else. Don't do it somewhere where I am paying for the fucking bandwidth. Anyway, maybe I'll start posting in the forums again. Hmm. I don't know. You haven't decided? Mm. I might figure out what the one year anniversary of my previous <laughs> post was and say, all right, that was my sabbatical. <laughs> That's how sabbatical works, right? You get one out of every seven years off. Something like that. Sure. That's not, yeah. it's not too far anyway, off. I don't. I, I'm really, really happy with the current question submission model so i'm definitely not going back to the forums for that is that is that actually where sabbatical comes from mm, i'm not even kidding probably right because well, it seems like a yeah, pretty reasonable the, the guess. sabbath is yeah. the seventh day or whatever i don't know it's sort of like it like how a year is called a dacle <laughs> <laughs> no a week a week <laughs> 
It's... Noobsaw says, one, are there any plans to increase the level cap? No, it, it's, stats are so irrelevant at that point that, no, it's, man, I think we kind of fucked up with the weirdo mansion. With all the, the ability to, like, yeah, like, I made them not scale as aggressively as the fun guy mansion monsters did, but I guess I just made them way easier to kill. Hmm. Um, because even, even with the, even with the no insta kill thing kicking in, it, uh, you can still do it. It's still, you, you have to, it's only like one out of every 40 or 50 that you can kill apparently. And you have to tatter a lot, which that's fine. That gets to be super expensive. Eventually. I'm all about things increasing the consumption of tatters in ways that I don't care about. (laughs) And also I'm probably going to start reducing the drop rate on tatters by 1% per week again <laughs> until finally it's down to one man if i did that thing so, so there's the thing where you need some of them for the something i don't fucking remember the hot dogs no um for you do need them for hot dogs you do but i'm i'm talking about the <clears throat> scroll to summon a demon or whatever like okay. i don't know that anybody does that in run but like just make it so there's a single one per ascension. You get three tattered scraps, and then the drop rate on tattered scraps is one percent. Wow, unalterable. And then, then we'll see. Then, you know, then we'll see how big of a problem it is. I mean, go tos become the problem after that. Yeah, we'd have to go through and do that sure. to every possible source of consumable runaways. And I know that people are going to be like, "No, no, never is fun," but like, eh, it'll still be fun. Like. <laughs> <laughs> the the reason that they are fun is because they are economically interesting and the making them rarer makes them more economically interesting and therefore more fun. Quid pro fucking quo. <laughs> uh two. What are your thoughts on a future challenge path that would force the player to remain gluten-free? Uh, this means that the player would not be able to eat foods containing dry noodles, perhaps other dishes, but with the previously largest source of turn generation in hardcore, I think it'd be nifty for players to have a new mm. source of turn gen. Uh, would that also mean no beer? Uh, yeah, I don't want to have to go through the the item lists and check a box uh, determining Glu- whether or not all these gluten. food items have gluten in them. Oh, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. You could do the whole thing in an hour. Uh, no. There are not that many foods. Oh, I guess if you sorted it just by food, maybe. But, but yeah, that's all you'd care but about. But you have to also do, do boozes, and you might yeah, want to look at the spleen take- items. It, no. And can you not, You could you not wear like uh, any, like a, a bow tie made of pasta. <laughs> also, gluten sensitivity is bullshit. Uh, I mean, there's... There are people with celiac disease. Yes. Not yes. very many of them. There was one study that was used to, to like, sort of prove that widespread gluten sensitivity was a thing. That study was since debunked by the guy who did it. Yeah. He was like, nope, I was wrong. <laughs> but nobody cares. Nobody cares. It's another fucking thing. It's like, in the 70s... It was like, everybody stop eating fat. In the 80s, it was, like, oh, fuck, eggs are going to kill us. Everybody stop eating eggs. Was that a thing? Yeah, cholesterol scare. Like, yeah. people are like, don't ever eat any eggs. It's like, no, that's actually complete bullshit. And then, you know, in the 2000s, like, no carbs. Stop eating carbs. Like, there, there is no magic set of things that if you eat it, you won't die. There just isn't. I think I've mentioned this before, but when I was a kid, I... I thought that I would... If you figured out the right <clears throat> spell, the combination of hand gestures... Yeah. And it was mostly foods. I, I thought pickles potions. would be important. Peeing, yeah. uh, covering the entire surface of the toilet with pea foam. Yeah. Yeah. You've told us about that. <laughs> that one was weird, right? <laughs> that is weird. But I mean, it's also... It, there's You pee a lot. Yeah. You know? So you're just, and there's your only brain is... so many things you can do. Like, yeah. until, <laughs> until the iPhone, there's really only so many things you can do to entertain yourself while peeing. Oh, and, right. Yeah. See, and I still, I still refuse to take my phone out while I'm peeing. Cause yeah, that's dangerous. I, I, yeah, I've I learned fallen, from Riff. I've fallen afoul of that, yeah. <laughs> sure, I learned you, from somebody else's mistakes. Yeah, I mean, if you were really learning from Riff's peeing mistakes, you would also probably not have some sort of harness attached to the wall that you <laughs> <laughs> strapped yourself into before you peed. I would also just not stay up for 30 hours in a row. Okay. Okay, as long as you don't play Dwarf Fortress, you don't have to worry about dropping your phone in the toilet. <laughs> was it, That's was what it I've learned Dwarf from. Fortress that was no, the... No, that, that was two separate events. 
<laughs> Dropping my well, phone in the toilet was just a, weird, a dumb accident. No, no, no. That was just the, a mistake. I don't know why I yeah. thought it was a good idea at the time. The 30 hours awake thing was at a dwarf fortress. Thing. Oh, yeah. That was, that was, uh, I, I think it was closer to 48 hours, actually. Oh, my yeah, God. Riff. It was because of dwarf fortress. I haven't played that game since. <laughs> Interesting. So, like, a video game actually breaking some of your bones. Yeah. <laughs> caused you to stop playing that video game. Also yeah, that yeah. curious. Also that Sam and Max tattoo that was previously rendering you immortal is now the seal is broken. Yes. So, oh, so man. now that's why you don't leave the house because now you're you're vulnerable to gunfire again. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Bosebert says, I always wondered why combat items have so little details on their associated description page compared to normal items. This is especially odd when the combat item is also usable, which then <laughs> makes me run back to the wiki again and again to find out what it does. Can combat items have the same description details as usable items, or will this be, or, or is there some weird historical reason why this isn't so and never will be? Also, can there be a lot more uh, options to sort equipment by, for instance, combat frequency modifiers, but basically anything that's a common game mechanic affected by some equipment? I mean, yeah, there's always, we can always add more stuff to that list. The Combat modifier one is weird because that number is not exposed. Right. Because it doesn't really mean any... It, like, it doesn't mean something comprehensible, right? I, I mean, for almost everything, it's the same number and... Almost everything, yeah. And I think it's just a question of filtering by whether it has it or not. So I was thinking about right? this. It's, there is There is somebody <clears throat> who keeps... I, I, it might have been Mr. Crack... But there, there was somebody who kept like sort of had this like not exactly an axe, but maybe like a hatchet to grind <laughs> about why are there so many items that all they do is heal hit points? And I was like, yeah, you know, that's sure. That's a that's a valid criticism. Like, I mean, and I know the reason. The reason is because when somebody was proposing drops, they were like, oh, and this one could just be a thing that heals hit points. Right. Because you maybe get it while you're fighting this thing instead of buying it right. at the store. Like there's plenty like, why is there more than one club? So one of them can be better than the other one is why it's a fucking RPG. But I got to thinking, I was, I was looking at it today. A, there's really not that many. Like, I think the number that kept getting tossed around was like dozens. 70, but there, so in the flea market, there are like 10, which leads me to believe that there are 10 healing items that drop regularly enough that there are any of them laying around lying around fuck now we'll never be able to keep that straight skelly was the only one of us that knew the difference (laughs) um a lot of the items that restore hp like are from old event content and shit so like yes they technically exist but like not meaningfully a lot of them are like just things that drop in weird out of the way places that no one ever goes and so it's not a big fucking deal but i was thinking it wouldn't hurt to just say on there this is how many hp this restores on the item description Hmm. you know sure chris thinks we can do the skills page style inline tooltips without a huge overhead for items yeah so would would that be stored in a separate file that would be downloaded once and then... no they'll it would be done via ajax and slower hmm. right because with skills we just load all of the descriptions when you go to the skills page i mean i know that no like so much of what people have said about this new skills page is like this sucks fuck you i hate you i'm never donating again but then i looked and they'd never donated at all oh it was on a multi anyway <clears throat> It got, the new skills page is so much fucking better. Like, just go go use it. Like, have somebody else use it, and then go back in time further and have them use the old one and see which one they like better. Anyway, mouse over descriptions instead of the stupid pop-ups is a thing that I would like to move towards because that's how video games work. It's just impractical in inventory to load all of that. Right. <clears throat> um, with skills, it just wasn't as big of a deal. Um, but yeah, I mean, something that I'm going to have Chris do because I just don't remember how to do it is make it so in the item spindler, the blue text field is always accessible Hmm. to us so that by default, I mean, like there's blue text on most skills now that just say what the skill does in real terms, right? The early ones I wrote in the description what they did. So it's not like we were trying to conceal this. It's just like, oh, text is for jokes. 
any text about game mechanics is generated automatically. And like, you know, we've just moved away from that. I don't know that I want to go through every item in the game and give it blue text. Yeah. There's a lot. Mm. Yeah. There are a lot. I do understand though why it is frustrating to like click a use link on something and you don't know what that thing is going to do. So you'll just keep it and never do anything with it. Whereas if it explained to you what was going to happen when you used it, you'd be a lot more likely to decide. You'd be deciding whether or not to do it as opposed to erring on the side of not wasting stuff. Right. There is some weird, there's also some weird stuff going on with like, oh man, there's a potion that gives like one of three random effects. Yeah. And so the, the turns of the effect that it grants is incorrect because it's generating it based on the fake thing that you put in there. Yeah. So <clears throat> yeah, like, there's all, there's all sorts of things like that. I mean, we could just start doing away with those exception cases, you know, like what would happen? What would happen if I revamped the sleazy back alley and it just had barely had any of the existing item drops in it. And just, there was new stuff in there that was more like what we would make now. I don't know. Like, it's weird to discontinue items because we're not going to, like, take them away from people because then people who are collecting them will be sad or whatever. Right. But, like, it, it's another way in which we're sort of chained to that legacy, you know? Sure. I mean, you can make it so there's another way to get those items, I guess. <clears throat> the old sleazy back alley. The, the sleazier backer alley. The legacy <laughs> elemental, which is one monster that always that just drops, drops one, all that crap. Yeah. Yeah. That always drops one item. And that item is just our dumping ground for discontinued items. That'd be kind of interesting, actually. That is. That'd be fun. It'd be like diving in the garbage pile. I think I, I have put yeah, a couple of discontinued good. items in in garbage pile lists. Yeah. I mean, that would also be a way for us to like burn meat smithing down and start over. <laughs> you know, get rid of the recipes for all of those things and just have them. Yep, you know, they're still technically accessible. There's a thousand items in this guy's drop table and he will drop one. He will drop up to one. <laughs> Hello, nurse, says Ashma. He has a lot of questions. One, will there ever be a challenge path that gets harder as you do more? You lose skills, familiar, ML increases, etc. Prizes could increase too, like the Fight Club and Word Realms, but I'm talking hard like math. Things like that always sound like a good idea, and then you end up in these things, well, what happens when it gets too hard for you to make progress if you don't know what you're doing? Then it's just shitty and sucks yeah, it's just the end you and like game down and never come back you know why don't you reintroduce a thing like the doppelshifter it's like well because every time we do it's not fun to play with it's just like well this is shitty and it like disproportionately punishes casual players which is absolutely not what we want ever um Two, thanks again for KOL. I completely anticipate the best Crimbo ever, or worst, no pressure. Three, I had another question, but I forgot. <laughs> Four, again, will you ever consider player suggestions for item the, items of the month in development? Maybe they could be submitted quarterly or something so you don't get consta-flooded. I understand the difficulties with this, but maybe it would lighten some of your brain load. Also, brain load should be a thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're, we're fine. It, our problem is never lack of ideas. Except for shitty, boring challenge pass. When we, we 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 run out of ideas for deliberately boring things because we can't make we can't hmm, be that's right. boring. That's an interesting point. <laughs> Five. Why can't you access your display case in Ronin? Well, because that would just then be a place for you to get a bunch of items. Yeah, I mean, you can put stuff in there in Ronin. So you you can access you can it. Look it's just at it. Yeah. One one direction. <laughs> You have, a, you have a one direction display case. Six. Is the flea market going to stay the same? Change? Explode? Why is it still there? People use it. Yeah. Yeah. Tiny plastic boxy brown yeah. uses it. Um, bots, bots use it. They're buying and selling things. I wonder if tiny plastic boxy brown would be amenable to me making a change to that. That randomly replaced tiny plastic boxy brown with randomly generated player names so that it didn't look like there was one person by i mean because tiny plastic boxy brown is just stopping people from using the flea market for the thing that everybody hates the flea market for which is like gouging newbies doesn't really happen anymore it would if they weren't doing it sure but i mean but you know what gouging newbies is a time-honored tradition yeah (laughs) says you Gouger. You, man, you gotta... You go into chat and be like, I will give you 
20,000 meat for a Mr. Accessory. Yep. Just think what 20,000 meat would See, buy but you. the trick is you don't do it in chat. You K-mail people who have never opened chat. Okay. That's what, that's what you do. Good. Yep. Man, I don't, I needn't, I needn't worry about the business failing because if it does, I trust that you will want to repay me for the years of loyal friendship by figuring out a way to just steal millions of dollars and give me some of them. (laughs) Stealing is such a strong word. I don't think that anything needs to happen with the flea market. I mean, I've said in the past that I'm not super thrilled that, I mean, especially now that the mall search performs a lot of the same functions that the flea market used to, which was showing items categorically. Um, it's fine. It's fine. People use it. It's a thing that is that it is easier to comprehend and use than the mall. It's just a button and you buy stuff. If you don't want to participate, just ignore it. That's a thing. Um, seven. Can we assemble a task force for making an actual and legitimate KOL cards against humanity deck? And by we, I mean whomever. Nope. Blech. Eight. Why is bacon not a thing yet in the kingdom? We're of philosophical disagreement about this. I don't want to put bacon in the game, and neither did Mr. Skullhead, and that's why the whole haggis thing happened, because we felt that it's played out, overplayed yeah. enough that it would be patronizing to same, put it in. Same not, reason not we kind of avoid Monty Python jokes. Um... I think a certain amount of pandering has been key to our success. So you're probably right. Hot stuff thinks that we should just put, have bacon shit in there because yeah. it would make people happy. Yep. And I think he's probably right. We it should have a bacon feel, themed crimbo. It would make me feel worse about the game's artistic merits. <laughs> Nine, will you ever reinstate the custom tattoos for people who get real live KOL tats? I'll do it within the week if so. No, that you know, I stopped because there were too many, which it's fucking creepy. <laughs> um, but it gets to the point where it's like too hard to validate because it's not a parking sticker. Photoshop is easier to use. I see what now. you're saying. <clears throat> Uh, 10, thanks for answering all my questions. I submit some kind of frequently and they usually get shot down, but I really appreciate the consideration. Makes KOL that much cooler. Love, Aishma. Oh, well, sorry. Um, 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 uh, Would you give somebody a dick butt tattoo if they got a KOL-themed dick butt tattoo? Uh, that'd be hard to say no to. How would you do it? Like a dick butt with a martini glass in one hand and a yep. sword in the other hand? <laughs> yes. If someone gets that tattoo, I will give you that tattoo in-game. You have to see them in person, though. Yeah, I do have to see it in person. It's pretty good. And you have to give me $100. (laughs) (laughs) Cavsy says, ever considered a survival mode path where if you die, you instantly go to Valhalla? It's ultra hardcore. Mm. It's come up in the past. Like, that is a thing that someone would figure out some shitty way to abuse. Right? Like, if it was... If you get beaten up, you have to go back to Valhalla, and I mean, right now, actually, it would be pretty difficult to abuse because you wouldn't be able to start another run until the next day. Hmm. So, huh, that is a possibility now in a way that it was not in years past. That is kind of interesting. Hmm. Uh, Cavsy says, which way is west? Mm-hmm. Akerson says, could combat macros be updated to add a predicate for elemental type? Like, if element equals sleaze, do this. The information is available on the page by name color. Uh, name color? But combat macros have no way of utilizing it. I think you must be using a script that makes the names colored, if that's... Uh, yeah. Um. What is, what is Mr... Mr. What is the Manuel, Mr. Manuel? Manuel reveals it. Yeah, it's... Yeah, do so for the things that Manuel exposes, do you have to have that for those to be exposed to combat predicates? I don't know. Because if so, we should. So we added that additional information to Manuel, right? Like we added, there was a little upgrade to it where it gave you phylum. So those things probably ought to be accessible to combat macros. 
Uh, um, 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 says, Master of Thieves in the Dungeons of Doom is described as sneaky and smirking. Is this a reference to the smirking sneak thieves in Castle of the Winds or just a coincidence? It's just a coincidence. I am. Um, I was never able to get into Castle of the Winds. What is Castle of the Winds? Yeah, I don't know what that is. It's an old Windows game that's just a, that's just a, at the outset at least, really, really basic tile-based RPG. It's not roguelike in the, in the sense that it's not procedurally generated, and I don't think it has permadeath. Okay. But it's just, yeah, I don't know. It's just sort of like a really, in to my way of thinking, a really dull turn, like tile-based, turn-based RPG hmm. that a lot of people really liked a lot. It's in the same mental space for me as Deadly Rooms of Death, which I've just never been able to enjoy. Like, People are like, oh, this whole series is really great. And like, okay, I'll try it. Mm, is that the one that's sort of like Sokoban? Sort of. Like, I think your move is to like swing a sword around in yeah. a circle and kill everybody around you. Yeah. Roaches. Yeah. Oh, pardon me. Man, I, there was a girl next to us at this beer fest thing that we went to a couple weeks, couple weeks ago. And, uh, she had the hiccups and her friends were trying to figure out how to get her hiccups to go away. And I tried the, method that only works once that Aaron from the mini bosses taught me totally worked. And they were like, are you a wizard? (laughs) (laughs) And I said, yep, I am a wizard. I feel like I'm ruining it for people. If I say what it is though, why would you ruin it? Oh, cause you have to, you have to, then it won't work on you. Like if it, yeah, like it, it, it's fucked up. It is fucked up so far. 100% of times it it worked for me once. Yeah. It worked for me once. Yeah. When he did it to me, and then he was like, "That only works once. Use that. Use that knowledge wisely." Um, it's uh, god, god damn it, brains, man. It's pretty cool. Deus Ex Machina says, "Hey, Jake, remember? See, uh, now my hiccups are gone. I don't think I actually had the hiccups. I think I just hiccuped a couple times." Hey, Jake, remember during the Roman times Twitch event when you had to come up with a name for the gladiator outfit, but you couldn't think of anything because it's hard to come up with outfit names, so you just went with gladi- gladiatorial glad rags. What about gladiatorial garments? There's already a garments. Somewhere. There's also already a glad. There's rags. already a glad rags. Yeah. If it's too late, you can save the G garments for next time you need a name for a G suit. P.S. Sorry for that really long sentence at the beginning. Oh come on. A really long sentence would be like five life. It's five lives. Hey, Charles Manson got married. That's my news for this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Vernacio says, "Hey, sorry for sending a second question in, but I completely forgot. Last year, I missed out on asking for a spooky Halloween name due to it being Crimbo when I finally remembered to ask." Hopefully 18 days isn't too late for an awesome spooky name. I, I read this earlier and I came up with one. Oh, yeah. Fellatio from a ghost like <laughs> Dan Aykroyd got in Ghostbusters. Remember that? There was seriously a scene in Ghostbusters <laughs> where Dan Aykroyd gets blown by a ghost. Were you uh, paying attention to the... Anyway, Vernatio, I hope you enjoyed your spooky Halloween name. I'm sorry it was so long. The uh, That there are... Only four ghosts in all of Ghostbusters that you see. No, you see lots of ghosts. No. You see thousands of nope. ghosts flying out of the... Count them. There are four. <laughs> are you saying that the things that come out of the containment unit when the containment unit is... There's is only four. Bre- there's only four of them? Yep. Okay. That is really... They must have used mirrors <laughs> to make it look like there were more. Or I was really, really drunk when I saw Ghostbusters in the theater in 1986. My parents were super irresponsible for letting me drink as a 10-year-old. It was 86 or 84? I don't remember. Mm. 84, maybe. Because that was... I remember Riff going off on that list of like amazing stuff that came out in 84. 84 and 85 were the big movie years. Uh... Mm, Sarcasmage says, finding the new path interesting. It's got some good strategy thinking in it while simplifying actual play during the path. Uh, I'm curious why the leaderboards for this path aren't separated by class the way the other winter paths have been. It does have interesting and wildly different choices depending on class, so that might be an interesting thing to see the results of. We don't do that unless it, there's a really good reason for it. I don't, I don't have any reason to believe that the leaderboards are going to be completely dominated by a single class. I might be proven wrong. Um, it'd be interesting to see. Yeah, I mean, I, I like I'd like to give that outcome the opportunity to not occur. You know, we'll have to see. 
I don't know that it would have worked out that way in the other paths where we split them up. You know, I don't know that there was one where like the slowest disco bandit run was was still faster than the fastest seal clubber run. I mean, it was class act, right? Like, yeah, those are the ones that we've done that for. Yeah. Um, there was another one too. Even classier act. <sighs> Fuck. I thought there was. I thought there were type two. Type. No, that wouldn't that wouldn't make any sense. Those are they're undifferentiated there. Someone else says eh, this sucks. I backed the Mister Card Game Kickstarter, but I never received anything because I don't live in the USA. Should I buy a copy of the game from the store of Loathing before it goes away, or should I just wait? Well, it doesn't it's really not, have anything to do with yeah. it. We don't sell it. Uh, That's it just a just link be, to it's a link to well, it's a link to Evertide, which then is a link to Amazon. Oh, they well, have some sort of yeah. deal where if you pay for the sh- you pay for the extra shipping costs, you can get it. That might be over. expired. Yeah, they might have just gone completely under. We haven't talked to them in. Um, it's been a few months. months. Yeah. So um, I, yeah, I don't know what's going on with them right now. Yeah, actually, I've, I've not heard anything in a long time. And I mean, I think the reason for that is that most people got their game. Yeah, I don't. It know. was it was a small percentage of people who were international that didn't get them. I don't know what percentage of that body had dealt with the extra shipping man yeah, I don't what either. a mess what a mess that was yeah like i would feel bad for them if it wasn't sort of entirely their very fault. demonstrably their fault yeah, yeah. Like, i mean i, I feel mean, I, still, I do feel, I bad, feel but, bad for them right because i mean yeah. it's not like it's not like it's their fault because they were lying it's just their fault because they're bad at running a company yeah and that's something i can sympathize with <laughs> hello hello says little lolly gagged well that's a name i haven't seen in a long time would it be possible for you to include a link on other people's profiles, uh, enabling viewing chosen skills? Oh, for this path. Yeah. So Chris was going to include that in the Ascension history. And then people in dev were like, people are going to, competitive people are going to want to be able to turn that off. And then I think we talked for a while about, well, like, what if we just let them hide their Ascension history? And then, and then, then like there was some argument about whether KLDB. that was accessible, uh, that was okay or not. And then I think nothing happened because there wasn't a consensus, a, a consensus or a clear path forward. Um, John Diaz says, kind of a complaint without a solution, but just thought I'd bring it up. Without a fax machine, it's as far as I can tell, totally impossible to encounter a penguin or crimbo elf phylum enemy to stomp or siphon since the wandering nemesis penguin is uncopyable. And other than that, neither has been in the kingdom since at least shortly after crimbo 2012. Is this intentional? Two things. Those are meant to be rarer than the other ones, and that's why they have the desirable effects. Number two, there is a penguin in a zone that you can go to right now. It is the Copperhead Club. So. <laughs> and Crimbo happens every year. Yeah, Crimbo happens every year, so, you know. Uh, King Skybomber14 says, I might have already asked a question earlier this week, so if I did, sorry. Anyways, time for a question. Why wasn't there a prize for the previous Twitch event, and will there be prizes in the future events? Well, there wasn't a prize for the previous Twitch event because there wasn't a contest in the one before that. We did do a contest this time, so there will be a prize next time. I don't know if there will be a contest next time or not. It depends. I think I prompted for ideas. We asked for ideas, yeah. Yeah. Man, that's this Saturday. Yep. It's coming up real soon. I should maybe take a half day off or something before then because I'm going to be burned out. I need to kind of decide what I'm doing with that, too. Yep. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Uh, hey, Hot Stuff Chicken Riff says, 0109, will we have been able to sort equipment for a while by certain categories, such as MP, power, item drop, etc.? Would it be possible to be able to sort potions in such a way as well? Being able to see what items can boost meter item drop would be useful instead of having to click on the item and then the effect. We could do that now. Can we? Sort of. We could do that for most potions. We could do that for simple potions. Um, okay. That be, would probably be like, even a 90% solution is still enough yeah. for most people. Yeah, no, it'd be pretty friendly. And I mean, also maybe some of the weird things we just go and make them less weird. Like we can't always do that, but you know, so many of the like hard coded enchantment things, like I just went through and made it so they're not weird hard coded enchantments anymore, right. and it's fine. Like a lot of the stuff that we had to do weird hard coded things for are just features now that we can use. Um, 
But, you know, it gets to the point where anything we do with items, there are so many items now that it's like a week's project to go through them for any significant purpose. Like, it would it would be tough to do the thing that I suggested earlier, which is put blue text on stuff telling you what it does. A lot of them, not that big of a deal. And we'd probably only do it to the most popular 10% of items, and it would be fine. Um, Anyway. Uh, A comment on the skills page changes. I like the option to group based on stat gain, summons, healing, etc. Yeah, that is another amazing feature of that new skills page. Great job with the revamps in the game, and I eagerly look forward to the warrior revamp and Crimbo. Thanks, Owen. Well, thank you, Owen. Gnur says, there is considerable but not universal consensus on the forums that playing KOL takes too much real-life time. To address this complaint, how about adding a new Ascension option to voluntarily limit turn gen? Stomach, liver, and spleen capacity could be released to 7, and this option could be available for both softcore and hardcore, and for any challenge path with corresponding leaderboards parallel to the normal softcore and hardcore boards. The restriction would lift an aftercore post-ronin. This way, speedrunners with limited real-life time could compete in a slower version of the current path by spending fewer turns per day, while players with more free time would still be able to play the way they do now. I think no one would play that. And even if they did, it would just further fragment leaderboards that are already weakened by the extreme fragmentation that they currently have. I mean, we've had things like Oxygenarian runs in the game for a long time, and those people play them, but not a lot of people play yeah, them. Yeah, it's not a solution to the problem. Like, honest to God, the sad truth of the matter is the solution to the problem that those people are complaining about in the forums is that they've played the game for too long and they're bored. And they probably ought to move on. And I don't necessarily want them to because then we have to get jobs. But, like, it is... Or just take a break. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people do that and come back and find the game again and enjoy it for another couple months and then they go away. Like, it's, you know, don't play the game beyond the point where it's fun. Yeah. I'm, I'm a bad person to say that because I will often do that with games and then sure. I kind of resent it and that's not the game's fault really Elfin <laughs> says what do you think about a simple challenge path where all adventures take two or three turns but all stat gains are doubled item drops are twice as likely etc the goal being a normalish length run but in half the clicks I don't think it would play <laughs> out that way um, that's a curious like if you spent half your time leveling or something that would make a lot of sense but it's it, the only way that that would work and the only way that that would actually cut the amount of shit that you had to do in an ascension in half is if when you spent two turns fighting a monster you got two passes through its drop table which hmm. well but that even that wouldn't necessarily well, you'd have to spend f- so to get a given number of items you'd have to spend twice as many turns farming if each fight took two turns even if the only thing you were fighting was the thing that you were trying to get the items from, right? Is what I'm saying. If they, it just doubling the amount of item drops does not double the amount of items if the guy is only dropping one thing at most, right? Right, but it's also finding the right monsters okay. takes turns, and so like there, there, there are, are a lot of other reasons that yeah. it's also not. That is interesting. And, it is interesting. Yeah, and multipliers on like I've been tossing around the idea of the what the type 69 compatible replacement for the arrowing and the reanimator might be. And this sort of started as an, as a, as an idea that Jarko lives had, but a thing that you can use that just gives you three passes through the monsters drop table. Like, so you can just get like, it's a, you know, quantum unstabilizer that, splits the monster into three copies of itself at the end of the fight narratively i mean we could do a thing where just you just fought the monster three times in a row no we do a thing where it took the monster and you'd have to make sure that this only happened there are probably so many cases where this would be broken but you just triple its stats right Turn it do into it, a group monster. Yeah, do it. Turn it into a group monster of its group size times three, and then just display it three times. It wouldn't make. Oh man, and just run its attack code three times. Huh. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I mean that would. That I'm. I am sure that that would cause problems in certain areas. 
Yeah, like there's a lot of things that aren't boss monsters that it would still fuck stuff up if you could fight it more than once. Yep. You know, so we'd have to, I mean, we could whitelist the monsters that it worked on and, <laughs> you know, just give monster, monsters a duplicatable field or something. Or we could use no putty. I mean, that yeah. would probably work. Yeah. It really, you'd have to, we'd have to see. I mean, it, who knows? But I think it's a cool idea. Uh, you know what else is a cool idea? Food. Food. Yep. <laughs> I'm hungry as F. Right, and uh, we'll be back after this with a video games hot dog. Um, so listen to that if you want to hear us keep talking. Yeah. Our dulcet tones. Otherwise, uh, keep playing KOL, enjoying that. Um, hopefully there'll Our be some more jams. action. I mean, there's going to be the Twitch event, so that'll be some action. Yeah. In the next couple days. And then, uh, yeah. Everything that we're working on is kind of long-term. Everything that we're working on is either Crimbo or Content Familiar or Tower Revamp. So, they're all a ways off. We need some smaller things. Some aftercore things. Hmm. Some space. Space. You go to space. Sure. Space is aftercore. And if you don't have... You got to be able to hold your breath. You also have to have a source of oxygen. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have... Space fishy, everything takes 10 turns. <laughs> Otherwise, they take zero turns. Wow. Yeah, so, one turn of space fishy is enough as long as you don't leave space. Space. Bye, everybody. See ya. Have a great week, everyone.